we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for August 25th, 2013. And another report that just came out today, uh, entitled Obama's Doomsday Terror Plot Foiled by Truther.org. Now, uh, I'm just going to go over this because I think it, it, it presents a lot of plausible scenarios about what to look for, particularly in regard to what we just talked about in part one. What will be in combination of that? What will that mean for the rest of the world, for the United States? Because it's not just going to be isolated World War Three or leading up to World War Three will not be just isolated to Israel and the Middle East. There's going to be ramifications all over the world, and ultimately, uh, a lot of this has to do with getting our guns, it has to do with uh, martial law, and all of these other things that they're going to try to implement. And this is, uh, it says, based on breaking news and events, it appears that the U.S. President Barack Obama has officially authorized an unprecedented domestic bioterror attack, which will ultimately spark the bioterror pandemic plan for 2013. Um, as the Yahoo News headline from January 30th, 2013, foreshadowed, and it, it was entitled, and there's a link to this here, um, you can just do keyword searches for these, U.S.-backed plan to launch chemical weapon attack on Syria and blame it on the Assad government. Now, this was back in two th- and January 30th of this year. There was it was on Yahoo, Yahoo News headline: U.S. backed backed plan to launch chemical attack on Syria and blame it on the Assad government. Isn't that what we're just talking about? Which is it's exactly the exact scenario that's playing out. And guess what? It's they're saying that now it's it's there's there's just very very little doubt that this is the case, and and that we're going to have to take action on this. You know, it's so contrived, it, it, it unbelievable. Now, this is that that news story from January thirtieth of this year. Okay, the Obama administration gave the green signal to a chemical weapons attack plan in Syria that could be blamed on President Bashir al-Assad's regime and in turn spur international military action in the devastated country. Leaked documents have shown. (laughs) And yet, they've been exposed doing this, and they still go ahead and do it. This is how flagrant things have become. And how little I think the New World Order even cares if you know anymore. They'll give you some facade like this garbage that they're saying right now where the UN inspectors are going to go in there and basically blame it on the Assad regime, uh, which is the most asinine thing I've ever heard. The, the worst thing that the guy could have possibly done, and he would have had, like the one guy said, he would have just been clinically insane to do such a thing. Anyway, um, the new report that contains an email exchange between two senior officials at a British-based contractor, Britam Defense, showed a scheme approved by Washington. As per the, the scheme, Qatar would fund rebel forces in Syria to use chemical weapons, <laughs> the Daily Mail reports. This was common news back then. This wasn't even some fringe alternative whatever you could say, oh, they were, you know, had some kind of axe-to-grind agenda. No. Barack Obama made it clear to the Syrian president 
uh, Bashar al-Assad last month that the U.S. would not tolerate Syria using chemical weapons against its own people. According to InfoWars, the December 25th email was sent from Britain's business development director David Goulding to a company founder, Philip Dotry. The emails were released by a Malaysian hacker who also obtained senior executives' resumes and copies of passports via an unprotected company server, according to CyberWars News. So there's several news agencies collaborating this material here. According to the paper, the U.S. State Department has declined to comment on the matter. <laughs> Listen, if they weren't guilty, why would they not comment on this? I mean, if you're guilty of something and like somebody comes to you and says, you did this, most likely you're going to say, uh, no, I didn't, and I'll tell you what, let's get together and talk about it if you don't believe me because the facts are on my side. I know I didn't do it. This is garbage. I, this is being made up. I'm being framed, whatever. The U.S. government, in all of its splendor and power, has declined to comment on this. Well, it's like an admission of guilt. I mean, that's pretty bad uh, accusation there. And they declined to comment? And this was back in January. Well, they figured, you know what? This report came out. We would have liked to have maybe done it sooner. But let's let's let things die down a little bit. Eh, we got some business to take care of in Egypt and, and, and elsewhere. And, and we'll get back to Syria. And that's exactly what they've done. Now they're back to Syria. Now we're back to Damascus. So, as the Yahoo News headline from January 30, 2013 foreshadowed, which was the U.S. back planning to launch chemical weapon attack on Syria and blame it on the Assad government. Again, exactly what's happening. The headline is correct in theory, except it must be re- revered. Oh, it they're saying they should change it to Zionist plan to launch biochemical attack on U.S. and blame Syrian rebels, Al-Qaeda, and white American gun owners. Now, this is something that I hadn't uh, the, remember what I was saying is that when this happens, when we really, really uh, supposedly, when Islam gets the green light to do whatever they're going to do in America, um, it's going to probably be blamed potentially not only on Islam but on American gun owners. Most likely, and white American gun owners in particular. Because, again, white men are the absolute bane of all evil existence in, on the planet. I'm not saying that white men are perfect or whatever. But, again, the, the, the whole thing of black-on-white crime that I've been documenting over and over has absolutely 100% suppressed in the news. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cases. I had so many this week, I couldn't even hardly keep up with them. They're only reported on a local level. And the only ones that are getting this out are the alternative media sources. They're just they're just showing you, okay, here's what happened here, here's what happened here. It's happening all over, okay? But white American men are being demonized at a rate that I've never, ever seen before, okay? We are the bane of all existence. We are the source of all evil in the universe. I admit it. I admit it, you know. I'm just going to come out and just flat out admit it, 
You know, Satan's got nothing on me as a white male in America, okay? He's got nothing on me. You know, I taught him a few tricks, in fact. I admit it. You know, I stand condemned. You know, this is, this is essentially where we're moving into, okay? And, and, um, you know, so, going further here, um, this is going to give a scenario here about how this might happen, okay? And they're saying it could have happened this way, okay? The, um, these attacks, should they happen, could occur on, um, this was, I guess, yesterday, August 24th, and will consist, and I'm not saying this because it happened, I'm saying it because I think this is a brilliant way, if the New World Order, see, they got to get our guns some way, okay, we're going to get into that next, in the next story, and, that, and then I'm going to be, I'm just going to try to hopefully get this done in two parts here, but you have to look at the scenario, how on God's green earth could Obama get our guns? Okay, and I'm sorry, and I and I know I've lost a, a lot of black listeners lately. I know I have. Okay, and it's not my intention. But if this was happening to the blacks, I would be pointing it out just as readily. I don't care where I see evil. I'm going to expose it. I don't care if that's in the Catholic Church. I don't care if it's in Islam. I don't care if it's in Mormonism, Jehovah Witnesses. I don't care if it's in high government. I don't care. I'm going to report it, and I'm not going to apologize for it. And a lot of my black listeners have taken serious issue with me, and I'm not going to to apologize for putting out truth. Does that mean I think like the white race is above reproach, and that we what? No, I'm not saying that at all. Okay, I'm not. But it's like so disproportionate at this point. The level of reverse, I mean, discrimination. It's like unbelievable, the amount of discrimination. And, you know, like, the last gun show I went to, it's all white guys. I'm sorry. Well, that makes me prejudice. Okay, the prepper, it, there was a prepper thing next to it. It's all white people. Well, I know, I know, I'm the bane of existence. I'm, I'm against all the black people. No, I'm not. I am just observing what I saw. I wish the black people were prepping more and were more pro maybe Second Amendment. I wish they were. And I'm not saying all. I'm not going to say all black people on the planet. I am saying, I am talking proportions here. I'm talking percentages here. Disproportionately. Does that mean I think I'm better? No. I'm just pointing out what I'm seeing. If that makes me a prejudicial, bigoted white man, well then, label me that. I'm sorry. It's not like I don't want to see all black people saved or like I don't want to see all white people saved. I would love that. You know, I'm, this is, this, and again, yes, this is being fomented by the government. This coming race war is being fomented by the government. It's being fomented through rap music which, you know, basically incites the blacks to go out and kill Whitey, and don't tell me that doesn't have a ton to do with this crap, because it does. Sorry, pardon my French, but it does. That rap music, I mean, I used to listen to that stuff when I was younger. It's not, it wasn't as as bad. There was some that was really bad, but now it's more mainstream. And I mean, you know, go and, you know, kill Whitey and kill the policemen and kill this and... And I mean, that's, if you, the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. 
Okay, you put that stuff into your head, you're going to want to go out and do it. Okay, and I'm not just indicting all blacks, and there's a lot of white people that listen to it. Okay, so I'm just saying, this is what I've observed. Um, you know, anyway, this is what they're saying, and this didn't happen. Okay, the first two things did not happen. Okay, but this would be a brilliant way to do it. These attacks, should they happen, will most likely simultaneously occur on August 24th, which was yesterday, Saturday, and will consist of a Nazi white supremacist supremacist gun massacre with assault rifles at the 2013 Civil Rights Game in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Obama's home city and state. Boy, oh boy, could you imagine. Now it's okay for the blacks to kill each other wholesale on a daily basis because, yes, there's an unbelievable disproportionate amount of black-on-white crime. That's undeniable. I've documented that over and over and over again. You know, week in, week out, lately, it's just been getting worse and worse and worse exponential. But by far, blacks kill more blacks than any other demographic. They kill each other. Okay? I'm sorry, am I supposed to apologize for that? Is that racist for me to say that? Anyway, um, could you imagine a whole bunch of Nazis and supposedly white supremacists, they're probably all, you know, um, these would be like uh, paid off whatever governmental operatives with assault rifles. They show up at the 2013 Civil Rights game in, um, I think it's a baseball game, in um, Chicago, Illinois, Obama's home state, followed by an Al-Qaeda Syrian rebel jihad attack on the 2013 Irwin Tools Night NASCAR race in Bristol, Tennessee, which will most likely consist of a grenade and missile launcher attack laced with biological agents such as anthrax or smallpox. Exactly one month um, prior, um, it was reported that a cyanide-laden truck was hijacked in Africa and still missing. So in other words, that's how they got there. That's how they got their stuff. Um, And so, okay, obviously this didn't happen, thank God. But, could you imagine? I mean, I always like to give, okay, here's how it could go down. This could be a scenario. I don't like to say I'm a prophet, but hey, this would be brilliant. Because guess what? They get both things. You're going to have martial law, most likely. Maybe not nationwide, but probably if you had both of this stuff happen in the same day, you could blame and demonize all the white men and the white people in the world because they they attacked the civil rights thing. What what really would have been um, whatever is they had that gigantic march on Washington, that civil rights thing this, this last weekend. That would have been even and it was all blacks, okay? And I'm not saying that's wrong. They have that right, okay? But if you would have attacked that as a whatever Nazi white supremacist. And I don't agree with that garbage. Nazi white supremacy garbage. I don't agree with that. I mean, that's how that's how Hitler, what he did. Okay, so, I mean, I condemn both. You know, I condemn that type of prejudice wherever I see it. It's terrible. Well, anyway, if you would have had that, okay, you could have demonized all the white people. Then you have the false flag Muslim attack on our soil, demonizing them. You could have had martial law the same day, and then President Obama signing the UN Small Arm Treaty, saying, you know what, it's all about the guns. 
And we just got to get the guns off the street because the guns, see, they have these little legs on them that they've sprouted. This just happened in recent times. They have little appendages. They're living biological entities now, these guns. And they have little little feet and arms and legs. And they kind of scamper off when you're not watching them closely, if you don't have them locked up in a gun safe. And they scamper off and they go kill people. And then they come back and they, they, they get in their little beddy bed and, 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 and make themselves comfy at night. And that way you don't even know they were using the commission of a crime. No, I'm just saying, it's so ridiculous. It's like the gun, the, the, the gun takes on the personality of the possessor. It's like money, okay? Money can be used for both good and evil, okay? The love of money, it says is the root of all evil. Not money itself. Is, is gold and silver evil in and inherent of itself? They're minerals that God put here. Essentially. So, I mean, or metals that, that, you know, God put here. No, they take on the personality of the possessor. A gun can be used for righteous pur- purposes. It can be used to prevent crime. Again, when concealed hand carry went up. When Kennesaw, Georgia imposed those things where the head of the household had to have a gun, the crime rates dropped to zero, essentially. The murder rates dropped to essentially zero in that town. Unbelievable. Statistical facts here. Whenever you take the guns away from a law-abiding population, the crime rates soar. Okay? Because the criminals know nobody's got a gun, so I'm going to go in there and do whatever I want to do. It's human nature. For a criminal, for an evil person, they're trying to convince us otherwise. This will be the tool for them to try to take away guns and to demonize the white man even further. Okay? Um... So, we've got, um, we've got these two scenarios that, thank God, didn't happen. And then they've also got other scenarios, like U.S. nuclear reactors to be hit. There's 104 locations throughout the U.S. Oh, I mean, Fukushima? Already? It's, it, you, the, the Pacific Ocean's gone. Basically. You can, I mean, the Pacific Ocean is totally, at this point, polluted from Japan all the way to America and to a large degree north and south of that you look at the plume maps on these things you you look at the um, the deformities that are showing up in the fish and in and the uh, levels of cancer rates already starting to skyrocket and the level of contaminated radioactive water that's pouring out of that devil facility every day it's unbelievable what's going on there alone. Well, we got 104 reactors in America. So that would be an ideal place to strike if you were Al-Qaeda or whatever, you know, Al-Qaeda, created by our own government, or attacking, attacking an army depot. Um, and it says targets one and two have been chosen to forever link Al-Qaeda and the Syrian rebel terrorists with the white American gun owners who oppose Obama. Oh, isn't that brilliant? You have two terror attacks the same day. One is radical Islamic elements. Two is Nazi white supremacists, which all white men are, obviously. You know, I mean, I, I don't like to say this, but I wear a swash to go around the house a lot. Just, you know, I, I, I don't want to show my true colors out in public. But, you know, I, I like to, you know, put on the riding pants and, and, or the, uh, the, the big poofy pants and, and with the riding crop and, you know, kind of go around with my Kaiser helmet, uh, uh, goose-stepping around the house. You know, it's just me. I'm just kind of funny that way. 
Uh, anyway, I'm being facetious and, and sarcastic. But anyway, the Syrian rebels uh, were... Um, so what they want to do is link the two together in the minds of the Americans. Imagine if these events happened the same day. Ah, Nazi, white supremacist, bad white men. Ah, Al-Qaeda, um, radical Islam, bad, bad people. Oh, same day attacks. They both oppose Obama. Obama, good. All these others bad. So the so all of these white men pro prepper, pro whatever, pro Second Amendment, okay, are all forever linked with the other. That's the way I see it. A really, really brilliant way to do it if they were going to do it. The Syrian rebels were then given their particular name, and again, that's going to just further polarize the country. That's further going to to incite the blacks to hate our guts even more. Okay, uh, to kill more uh, wholesale slaughtering of white people. Hey, they that George Zimmerman, that Hispanic guy, you know, he did that to Trevon Martin. So now we can go around and kill whitey at an unprecedented rate, and we're, we're already seeing an escalation of this already. And I mean. This is what's going on here. Um, okay, so again, I just put this out the other day. These are just the, the headlines from just this week on this subject, okay? Uh, number one, is the media covering up the beginnings of a race war? Uh, next thing, uh, DHS employees, spend, I don't think they're ready to, full, to fully, wholesalely unveil this race war that's being fomented. Uh, next one, DHS employees spend spare time promoting race war against whites. Um, the guy's basically up there, you know, saying we're going to kill the whites, we're going to kill the gays, we're going to do all this, and, um, you know, we're we're the real Christians and these types of things. And, I mean, he's very bold about it, he's, and he's a Department of Homeland Security employee. I guess, I think he got uh, put on leave, finally, for this. And again, this is clearly hate speech and the intent to commit murder. Where is the mainstream whore press on this? Again, I'm just pointing out the double standards. But I know that in a lot of people's eyes, that makes me a whitey racist. Fine, whatever. I'm going to point out double standards wherever I see them. So, next one. Hate speech and intent to commit murder. Where is the mainstream media? Okay, I already read that. 89-year-old World War II veteran beaten to death by two black teens. This just happened. That guy named Shorty, just walking out of a VFW, I think, and these two black teens just decide to, you know, kill the old 89-year-old war veteran. No no reasons. You know, just, you know, we we were, we just need to kill him. They um, uh, beat him with flashlights to to death, left him for dead. Uh, uh, Buchanan, Pat Buchanan, interracial violence is overwhelmingly black on white. Overwhelmingly. The, it's not even close, okay? But see, I'm not supposed to say that because I'm, I'm a white guy. Because if I say that, that makes me even more of a prejudicial bigot than I already am. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I'm pointing out facts. You know? If I was Hindu, I could do this and it would be much harder for a black person to come back and say I'm a bigot. I'm just pointing out facts. But because I'm white, oh, no, no. you got to keep your mouth shut. I'm just telling you, I've encountered a lot of this, and I'm seeing a lot of it, and I'm just pointing out the obvious here. Does that mean I think the white people or the white race is puritanical and above reproach? No, I don't. Not at all. 
But I cannot stand hypocrisy. And this is what I'm seeing regarding this subject. I mean, at a level I've never really witnessed before. Um, as predicted, Chris Lane murder was a gang initiation, yet no one calls for, quote, justice. Obama and the other talking heads who were screaming from the rooftops over Trevon Martin case do not care about this one. Why? Because that white Australian kid who got basically shot in the back from a gang initiation, well, that's fine. That's fine. Two black guys, one white kid was in the car. The white kid that was driving the car was, I believe, some idiot wannabe thug that wanted to do whatever, he was not the trigger man, he was not the one that was bragging and, and laughing when they took him into the courtroom, into the courthouse, how he, you know, just killed that white kid. He was crying. And, and I'm not justifying what he did, he shouldn't have been driving the car, but he wasn't the trigger man, okay? And there's a lot of white, white teenage boys that want to be gangster, want to be thugs. They do. They listen to the gangster music, they, 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 they see the black guys for some one reason or another. They want to be them, okay? And there's a lot of them out there, and they're morons, okay? But that's what happens here. So, but again, Obama administration, no, 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 we're not going to talk about that case. Are you crazy? That doesn't even count. He's white. <laughs> he needs to die, you know? Now, Trevon Martin, now that's okay, even though he jumped on George Zimmerman and was beating a guy, and the guy had all kind of marks, and then in the, in the, uh, he gets ends up getting shot. Oh, oh, the world's going to come to an end now because of self-defense. You know, that's okay, though. Um, anyway, going for, forward, more, more reports just from this week. Cops say that were bored black teens kill white baseball player for the fun of it. That's what they said in this gang initiation for that poor Australian baseball player that they killed. Um, hate crime. Three black urban youths brutalize white man after accidentally walking into a photo. They, they were taking a photo outside of, the, of a movie theater in this, and the movie theater just let out, okay? Everybody's mulling around. This white guy goes in between, um, this, um, three blacks, I think two women and one black guy, gets in the photo accidentally, and they beat the guy almost to death. Right there. Fractured his skull. I mean, hey, this is justice. But see, I'm white and I can't report on this. Remember, I'm, I'm a prejudicial bigot because I would dare report on this. You know. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, there's another one right, right there. Okay, here's another one. Blacks give white girl an attitude adjustment. No hate crime there. It's a YouTube video of this white girl getting just brutally gang beat. Normally... And I hate to say this, but normally when the blacks do this, it's gang beating. It's it's not, you talk about not fighting fair. I mean, they go out of their way to not fight fair, okay? Uh, again, I'm just pointing out fruit. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying all black people are like this. I'm not condemning my listeners. I'm not condemning a born-again, Bible-believing black person, okay? But I'm telling you, this is what's going on, and I'm not going to not report on it when I see it. Next one. Again, this is just from this week. Okay, some of these reports are older, but most of them are from this week. Um, uh, black man kills six-year-old white child. Claims the child was racist as his defense. I'm not making this stuff up. Click on any of these stories. I just sent them out this week. 
Next one, black teens killed baby in stroller because he looked white. That was the one down in Georgia that I had reported on earlier, but I wanted to repost that one. The one that got no media attention at all, so I'm trying to give it a little bit of media attention. Got no me- me- none, hardly any, on a local level in the Atlanta area, got a little bit of attention. But no way, it doesn't fit the Obama agenda. No. They, I mean, that needs to be, you know, commonplace, evidently. In the Obama's world, black teens murder 12-year-old white girl and steal her bike. For her bike. They, they killed, these two black dudes killed a 12-year-old white girl. Next one, white family attacked for being in the wrong neighborhood in Baton Rouge, Rouge Louisiana. That's just standard procedure. You get in the wrong neighborhood and the blacks are aware of it, a lot of times, you know, you could be dead. And I've heard this, I've had listeners email me reports about this happening and these types of things. I'm not going to not report on this. So, <laughs> you know, it's just the way it is. So, there's all of these things going on here. And, and they're saying, going back to this main report, says the Syrian rebels were given their particular name because their plan is to eventually merge them with those who allegedly fly the Confederate rebel flag of the American South. Oh, wow. I didn't even know about this. I mean, oh, man. But again, this is why I do what I do. So that we can expose it, pray about it, Pray that God would would destroy and expose these wicked plans. There is no way on God's green earth that a rebel, Nazi, white supremacist, whatever, southerner is going to yoke up with a whole bunch of Muslims. It's number one against their creed. They're, they're, they're going to view the Muslims like they would view the blacks. Okay, as non-Americans, it doesn't even make sense at all. I'm not condoning either side. Either side's wrong. Okay, okay, but each each side operates in extreme, extreme prejudice of their own religious beliefs or race or whatever, and that's wrong. Okay, again, and that's why you know Hitler did what he did. All because he was trying to have the Aryan fifth root race and breed the Superman Nordic dude, you know. So, um, but they're trying to get the rebel, the Syrian rebels, um, the Syrian rebels were given their, oh, the Syrian rebels were given their particular name because there's a plan to eventually merge them with those who allegedly fly the Confederate rebel flag. Oh, wow. Never thought of that. Not only the merging of them, but why were they given that uh, that name originally, the Syrian rebels? To, so you would associate it with Confederate, down-home country, neo-Nazi, KKK members. A lot of this is about subliminal embeds, which I'm convinced we're absolutely bombarded with. Psychotronic, sound waves, TV... Got into that stuff last uh, last week where they're going to use the white space on the TV now to, I don't know, some type of mind control, psychotronic, brainwashing, subliminal embed warfare. That could also greatly foment this stuff. 
music, you name it. Wow. By conducting the terror attacks at the same time, the terrorists will be appear to be working in collusion. It's really satanically brilliant. You know? I had not even thought of this scenario, honestly. I hadn't even thought of it. But it would be, I, I'm trying in my own mind to think, how are they going to demonize white gun owners of America and how are they going to lump them into this evil, evil, evil class? They've got to find a way to do it. If they could prove that the Muslim extremists, radical jihadists were working in conjunction with them, it'd be the best way to do it I can think of. I can't think of a better way. The twin terror attacks will bring about the so-called white Al-Qaeda in order to give Obama carte blanche to authorize drone strikes on white American citizens. In the aftermath of these live TV terror attacks, the terrorists, both white and Arab, will allegedly be being, begin conducting terror strikes across America. Oh, man. The secondary targets will most likely be any number of 104 nuclear reactors, which according to the August 15th report, remain vulnerable to terrorists. Sure. In the wake of a biological and radiological haze, the rebels will seize the Syria Sierra Army Depot in Herlong, California, where millions of tons of U.S. Army equipment is stored, consisting of 35,000 military vehicles and 95,000 military containers. You wonder how they could get Russian troops on our streets, which is what we're going to talk about next. Look no farther than this. This is why I would be very cautious about if you're in any kind of militia and these types of things. Because they're, from what I've seen, they're pretty much all infiltrated. Yeah, but I know these guys there. Okay. I'm not saying that's wrong. The Bible, the, 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 um, the whole founding fathers thing where they talk about a, a, a well-controlled militia and these types of things. I'm not saying that's wrong. But if they're all infiltrated, it's a huge problem. That's the problem. Going further here, um, the heist will most likely be held in part by um, Staff Sergeant Joe Rambo Biggs, who has been featured on the Stratford agent Alex Jones. I got into the whole thing with the Stratford agent with Alex Jones radio show continually for the last few months. I mean, he has some very questionable people he interviews. People with all these high-level government connections that were involved in all these deep, dark things in the government. And now we're supposed to believe that these people are puritanical and they've seen the light? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No way. I don't. I glean from Jones, that's it. You follow Jones, you're going to end up in hell. He don't point nobody to Jesus Christ. Yes, he does. He says he believes in God. Whatever. You, have, you, you really see him naming the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, pointing to Jesus Christ as our, as our blessed hope, as our refuge in time of trouble. No, it's all man-centered. It's all what we do. It's all physical action that needs to take place. It is not pointing to Jesus Christ of the Bible, or Father God. It's not doing that. Sure, he gives you some lip service now and then to appease the Christians. You couldn't get saved listening to Alex Jones' show. 
he was a true born again Christian, you would have he would have links on his site on how to get it. He'd be mentioning that. He'd be doing this and that. Well, he did one time. Whatever, whatever. It's all man centered. Is the whole point there? I got I got like a forty page. I don't even know how big the document is on Alex Jones at this point. And that whole Stratford thing, I documented that. I mean, I don't trust that guy any far. I could throw him. I don't. And not only that, he's totally into this whole with David Icke. Yoked up with that guy who is basically saying that they're going to all be pointing to these ascended masters when they make their big debut. Totally into the new age garbage regarding that stuff. And, it, and I guarantee he's going to be on board with that. And he's going to have so many followers that say, well, Alex hasn't led us wrong so far. I think he's right. Yeah, because it's going to be this coming awaited savior that Jones and his ilk are going to be pointing everybody to. Who will be the Antichrist and the false prophet. Because, hey, they're going to come with all the answers. They're going to come as men. They're going to put an end to all this evil that we're supposedly fighting right now. There's no Bible for that. There's none. There's no Bible for that. But he will. He'll point to them. And so many others. I'm not going to. I'm just going to stick with what the Word of God says. And and it, it, there's no Bible for things getting better. So, um, going further here. Aside from the 9,000 servicemen and women from 27 states and territories in every branch of the U.S. military who participated in the massive bioterror drill from July 27th to August, August 27th, breaking news in respect to the weapons of mass destruction terror warnings released by both Al-Qaeda and the FBI, again showing that they are in fact one and the same entity. Um, although there are literally thousands of propaganda articles in respect to bioterror, a few recently published reports suggest that a bioterror attack and a subsequent pandemic are just around the corner. I've been warning you about this for years. It's why I did that 2006 avion flu tour. I, I've been warning, I'm telling you, this is the best way they can implement something. Because if people are sick, or deathly afraid they're going to die, they will turn in their guns in mass. And they will go to the concentration camps. And they won't resist to near as great of a level uh, had there not been that pandemic scenario in the mix. That's going to be a real deal breaker for a lot of people. Okay, that by itself. Um, and so they go into all the Islamic terror headlines that are going... And again, the, it goes much, much further. I'm not going to get into all of the other stuff that they're getting into here. We just don't have time. But it gets basically gets into the, the martial law scenario. Now, at the very beginning of this article, uh, it said, based on the news and events, it appears that U.S. President Barack Obama has officially authorized an unprecedented domestic bioterror attack, which will ultimately spark the bioterror attack pandemic planned for this year, 2013. Now, I clicked on this link. And I liked a lot of what they said. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. This is um, something that definitely commingles with this particular subject. I'm just going to read from this page. Um, the BioTerror Bible is a free ebook, and you can click on it on the link here. 
um, and the website released on May 10th, 2012, which was researched and written by uh, David Chase Taylor of Truther.org. The Bioterror Bible ultimately connects the dots of an upcoming false flag bioterror attack and subsequent pandemic through the lens of over 1,000 data points of news, information, propaganda in the spectrum of bioterrorism. Again, this is the same stuff I've been saying and reporting on ever since, I mean, ever since I put out newsletters um, going back, I believe, about 13 years now. Because, see, for a long, long time, all I had was a newsletter. Like, uh, Christian Current Events and Health News. Okay? That's all I had. For years and years and years. And then I finally got started into the actual audio ministry. But I actually had the other going for quite a bit longer than that. Anyway, um, based on the cumulative data of bioterror research, a made-for-TV bioterror event will likely occur involving the use of agents known as anthrax and smallpox. These are going to be weaponized anthrax and smallpox. They're not going to be the kind that naturally occur. They're going to be the kind that are made in a bio... Now remember, first commandment of the Georgia Guidestones, the Ten Commandments of the New World Order, reduce world population to 500 million. So they want to... The New World Order wants to make sure they get the maximum bang for their buck. Not only are they going to want martial law, not only are they going to want World War III, not only are they going to want the one world government, one world religion, one world economic system, one world monetary system, but they're, they're also um, going to want maximum depopulation in the shortest amount of time. Now, God is ultimately in control here. And he's not going to let Satan, I believe, wipe out 95% of the world's population. I think that's going to be more, those types of things are going to be more reserved to the coming tribulation. I could be wrong, but... I would think that if he was going to allow that prior to the tribulation, something would have to be mentioned about that in scripture. I mean, let's face it, if he wiped out 95% of the population prior to the tribulation, the tribulation would almost pale in comparison, because the tribulation doesn't even talk about those kind of numbers being wiped off the planet. If you actually look at numbers, you talk about like thirds of things dying and things of this nature, not 95%. So... Uh, I could be wrong, but I would think that there would be something in Scripture to indicate this. So again, God is in control. But this, let's face it, if Satan has a way, he'd kill all of us. He could, you know, but he can't. So, however, the real pandemic that will kill millions of people will be the result of poisonous vaccines that will be issued to the public by the government and the medical establishment in the aftermath of a major bioterror attack. Okay, so let's say you have the scenario we just presented. you got the neo-Nazi skinhead KKK dudes coming out, killing a whole bunch of black people at some whatever civil rights event. And then you got Al-Qaeda bombing some whatever NASCAR event. they're all yoked up now, okay, so now we're going to associate Islam with with white uh, supremacy, gun owners, Second Amendment right people, preppers, 
they're all going to be lumped into that category because it's all too convenient, and that's exactly why they want to do it. you got all these people lumped in together, and then because of the biologics that were released by the wicked, uh, by those wicked groups that we just mentioned, then you're going to have the government coming out and saying, oh, we're scrambling for a cure for this. Meanwhile, they're going to be actually, they're the ones that are actually spreading whatever pandemic they're releasing. And then they're going to come out with a cure, which, which is the vaccine, which is going to be even more deadly. And people are going to be in total panic mode, freaking out, clamoring to get the vaccine so they can be, quote, cured. Get the vaccine, and then there may be some other binary agent, like they, they get the vaccine and then they wait a few days and then they spray the chemtrails, and the binary agent kicks in, meaning you got to have both together to give you a quick kill or quicker kill. Because if they were vaccinating people and they were walking out in the parking lot dying, it'd be a little too obvious. You know, you might have a few people not wanting to do it. Well, they can't have that. Might be a tertiary agent, might be something in the water and in the chemtrails. Who knows? Anyway, the real pandemic will, that will kill millions of people will be the result of poisonous vaccines that will be issued to the public by the government in the major medical establishment in the aftermath of this bioterror attack. As the people who took the first vaccines begin to die, the government will likely say the virus has mutated. Oh, bummer. And then subsequently issue more vaccines that will kill even more people. Although the live pathogen or agent responsible for the coming pandemic will most likely be dispersed by the government and the medical establishment via tainted vaccines and chemtrails, theoretically pathogens, chemicals, or agents could be dispersed via chemtrails by government airplanes or drones and the U.S. Postal Service via tide detergent samples? Bummer. Anyway, um, or by, it does say that, I mean, who knows what they're going to use, <laughs> or by health clinics or stores via the possible, the portable Petri dish commonly known as the ugh, Trojan condom, yuck. Anyway, these, listen, I wouldn't put anything past Satan. There may be a multitude of binary agents, meaning, okay, let's say the chemtrail, now you use this product. You're dead. It maybe maybe you got two or three days before you die, so you don't put two and two together. Think about it this way: if it's a multitude of products that could act as a binary agent, let's say vaccinations, let's say chemtrails, and there's a multitude of products they release at that exact time, people dropping dead. It's going to be so much harder to put two and two together of what is actually causing what. Who's going to be able to figure that out? They did that exact scenario on Batman, that one Batman movie where they put something, I think, in the water, and then they had all these cosmetics, or certain cosmetics, that if you put it on and drank the water, you died, or something to that effect. They've already telegraphed this punch. I really see them doing it this way. They can't just vaccinate people and have people dropping dead and dying like they did in the Spanish flu in 1918, 1919 when they didn't have TV and the media obviously couldn't, you know, people were dead before they knew it then. They could be literally dead the next day. You didn't have the mainstream uh, alternative media or the internet to spread the truth. Not to say that the truth is always spread, it's, it's used for a lot of evil as well, but at least now you can have that. They can control things so much easier. They don't have that luxury today. 
So they got to be more creative. And the technology is obviously so much further advanced that it's easy to be creative. As evidenced by the bioterrorism, uh, bioterrorism is blinking on every level. I guess it's an article they wrote. Aside, These are all linked articles that they're putting here. Um, aside from having the means, the motive, and the opportunity to conduct a major bioterror attack, the government is the only entity with the resources to organize, plan, drill, and execute a major bioterror attack false flag operation. Really good chance, I hate to say this, this is going to happen before the years out, unless God intervenes again, unless God continues to show grace and mercy, but there's going to come a time when God's going to let it happen. It's just, to a certain extent, I believe it's going to happen at some point. He could block it, true, but it's not like we don't have the blood of millions and millions and millions of babies defiling the land. You know, just Roe versus Wade alone, the morning after pill, all the babies being aborted that way, the people, women taking birth control, which literally is an abortifactive agent in one of the ways it works. That probably exceeds both Roe versus Wade, the morning after pill, it could exceed it 100,000 fold on the babies that are, are dead from that. Well, I take birth... Well, I'm sorry, but it's abortifactive. It's one of the ways that birth control works is it is it it influences the lining of the uterus so that it does not allow implementation, implantation of a fertilized egg. It's one of the two or three ways it works. Therefore, you get pregnant, the fertilized egg goes down the fallopian tube tries to implant in the uterus, and it can't because the uterus does not have an environment favorable for implementation of the egg because you're on the birth control, which now the baby is aborted. Is that baby any less precious in God's eyes than a, a one that's uh, nine months old or whatever, or eight months old, and they do a partial, partial birth abortion? No, I don't think so. The Bible says, Before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee and ordained thee a prophet under the nations. He said that to Jeremiah. He knows us before he forms us in the womb. Talks about how we're fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, and, and so, no, I don't believe it's any different in God's eyes. You got all of these innocent babies that have been slaughtered in the wombs of mothers across the nation being the number one reason why judgment has to happen on... It's, it's, it's one thing if we had mass national repentance on a national scale, people and the women and the men would recognize what I just said. It'd be one thing if we had that, but we're not going to have that. So therefore, God has to judge the wickedness. Then you got all the other reasons he could judge us. (laughs) You know? The homosexuals, bisexual, transgender, devils taken over. The pornography industry. The drug, the, the people that are addicted to drugs in this country, whether it's prescription or whether it's otherwise, mind-altering, many of them, you could go on and on and on and on. God has to judge this nation. He has to. Unless there was mass repentance, and there's not going to be. There's no Bible for that. So, um, I'm sorry to be Johnny Raincloud here, but, you know, it kind of, uh, just point out facts here. Anyway, let's go further here. Uh, Let's see. A major bioterror operation would cost millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars, 
all of which would need would be needed in order to blackmail scientists, steal and develop the virus or agent, weaponize it, deliver it, and execute the operation without getting arrested or properly investigated. Well, that's already been done. The sheer logistics, security, communication, and cover-up needed before and after the bioterror attack is so daunting, there is only one sus- suspect, and that would be the government, could even be capable of carrying it, carrying it out. Uh, this guy... U.S. Strategy for Bioterrorism, Emergency Medical Preparedness and Response, Army War College, said, the Department of Homeland Security may be dangerous to your health. <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. 50 million people dead from the 1918 flu vaccine, Spanish flu. Really, 1918, 1919. Spanish flu. That's one of the main things I covered in the Avion flu presentation I did back in 06. Go to the YouTube, key and Scott Johnson, key and Avion. You'll find it. It's not the one where, unless they put it up there again, Prophecy Club always makes them take it down. Nothing like rationing the old bullets, you know? Um, uh, I, I think that's pathetic. But see, I don't have, I don't have the, the rights to that video, so I can't, I can't put that up there or whatever. Um, but I did what I did do to compensate for the good old Prophecy Club consistently taking my flu presentation down because they wouldn't want anybody to really, you know, know the truth about that unless they paid for it. Oh, I hate greed. Um, anyway. I put up uh, three different presentations. PowerPoint presentations online. You're not seeing me, which is probably a good thing, but you're actually seeing the PowerPoint and you're hearing my voice. Okay, they're they're more updated anyway. You can can Scott Johnson Avion uh, or Scott Johnson. I did one on colloidal silver, silver. Probably find it there. Anyway, you'll find them if you put, if you key that in. And I get into I have a whole section on the nineteen eighteen nineteen nineteen Spanish flu. All of these eyewitness accounts of the people that got the vaccines were the ones that were dead. Many times, literally, there was one account men. Getting these vaccines. Hale and Hardy one day. Dead the next. After they got the vaccine. They can't be that flagrant now. Okay? That was a trial run for what they're going to do next. And there's been trial runs since then. You know, the, the vaccine industry is nothing but pure evil. Here, they've got even a link to this. Based on the evidence uncovered by the Sunshine Project, it appears that the U.S. is allegedly attempting to piece together the DNA of the Spanish flu while blatantly ignoring the fact that it was the vaccines and the vaccines alone which killed 50 to 130 million people. Why is there such a large variation? Because so many people were dying and so and everybody was so freaked out that they were basically burying people in mass graves because they didn't want to get infected. Okay, And so they couldn't get an accurate body count when it was all said and done, not even close. But it was at least 50 million, but it could be up to 130 million. Who knows, it might be higher than that. Should a bioterror attack and subsequent pandemic occur, the Spanish flu will likely be scapegoated as the culprit, all thanks to a complicit media and a genocidal bioweapons program that is clearly out of control. Uh, since the election of Barack H. Obama in 2008, there have been over 175 bioterror drills in America. The fact that these bioterror 
bioterror drills exist in mass confirms that an upcoming bioterror attack is in the cards and may be played in a last-ditch effort to regain political, economic, and military control of society. This looks like a really good site. Um... The major bioterror attack and subsequent pandemic hits the United States of America will most likely be executed from behind the scenes by Ezekiel Emanuel, who's pictured in this uh, picture here that they give you. And um, as it currently stands, the city of Chicago is a bioterror target number one. With Ezekiel's brother, Rahm Emanuel, in the power position of mayor. Wow, that's probably why they put him in there. Both Emmanuel's brothers are dual U.S. citizens and Israeli citizens whose father is also known in Zionist terrorism. Now, there's a lot of sites that want to blame the Jews on everything. Okay? I'm not saying there's not wicked, evil Zionists. I'm not saying the Rothschilds are at the head of the food chain aren't Zionists. Okay? But I'm not going to blame them for everything. You know what it is? It's a satanic conspiracy. It starts with Satan, it goes to his fallen angels, his demons, his devils, and then it permeates through humanity. Okay? Are high-level Zionist, Christ-hating Jews of the synagogue of Satan a big part of that? Yes. They're one cog. Satan is at the top, though. Okay? What about the Catholics? Oh, they're, okay, yeah, I know, it's one big satanic game plan. But I'm not going to blame everything on the Jews. Like, like they're not gov- like the Zionist Jews wouldn't be governed by Satan. It's Satan. We battle not against flesh and blood, but against princes and principalities and rulers of wickedness in high places and these types of things. Okay, so you got to look at what's behind the person. Um. Anyway, there's a whole bunch more links here that you can click on. Just really, really, um, some heavy duty. Really heavy-duty, insightful stuff here. Okay, um, I'm going to go ahead and end part two here, and I'm going to try to uh, finish it up with the next section here, and um, hopefully just get this done in three parts. So God bless you, and we'll see you in part three.